Welcome to Your Living Life Legacy Matters, powered by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and its affiliates. In this particular episode, we're very pleased to have an individual that I need to share with you laid the foundation towards a process that we're going to be launching this particular month doing Women's History Month. And this process is a process called taking control uh, of your uh, health and wellness first and foremost. And the process is really moving towards what we call a health risk assessment. And see, we want to share with you since the Faith-Based Calls Initiative is dedicated to actually, if you would, the community that's underserved. When we say underserved, we mean the community that basically does not get a lot of attention when it comes to things such as their health, their wellness. When we talk about health and wellness, we're talking about health and wellness from the body, from the mind, and from the whole spiritual encompassment of a human being. And a lot of that is basically geared towards what we call this new prescription. The prescription is called a lifestyle prescription, not a drug prescription. And so this whole month of a woman's history, we celebrate the health. We celebrate the wellness of the community because in a lot of households such as mine if I could use for example our health and wellness person was my mother and there were six children and it's funny when you come from the south like Alabama that a small family is six so you can imagine uh, some of the families went right up into the double digits. And who did we look towards? Who did we look to for our health and our wellness? It was the uh, more senior women within our family. And so the whole concept of being proactive, uh, I want to introduce you to a person who had spent years in the field of, of health and wellness. Uh, this particular individual basically laid the foundation for the faith-based cause initiative from a issue of really mechanics and how a person can go about really registering and getting to know exactly where they've been with their overall health, where they're at right now, and then start looking at what they can do in the future. So audience, I want you guys to help me welcome Melissa Lee. She is a certified health and wellness expert. Melissa, would you like to have a conversation with us a little bit? Sure, absolutely. So we talk about uh, the health and wellness engaging and monitoring a person's um, really overall uh, status, if you would. What can you share with us about the health risk assessment? Well, the health risk assessment is very robust. That's part of what's a little different about us and you know, what we're offering to okay. everybody is that we're going to ask questions and the health risk assessment actually gets individualized for each person. So in other words, your HRA is gonna be different than my HRA. It's really based on how you answer the questions. So for example, you might be asked a question about, are you a smoker? And you say, yes, it's going to ask well, you some more questions. Well, I'm not a smoker, questions. first of all. Well, that's good. That probably wasn't the <laughs> best one to ask, but maybe, you know, how many servings of sweets do you have a day, for example? Mm. And so... Okay. <laughs> so that one might apply. And yes. if you said yes to that, it might take you down to some other questions that okay. if somebody said no to that question they won't get all those questions. So it is really tailored for that individual person and it's asking questions that they know. So it's really asking histories, okay. asking about medical history. It's asking about what are those lifestyle pieces okay. that really make a difference in somebody's health. And when it's completed, it gives you your individual profile of what are those risks that we're seeing and in how many years might we predict that you would run into that disease that would happen, for example, 
if you didn't make some changes. Okay. Now, you know, I've been asked, um, is anyone else going to know my information? I mean, is it confidential? I mean, if I, yeah. you know, how about will the insurance company know? I mean, will my employer know? Right. Now, those are great questions, and there are questions we run into all the time. But our system is really HIPAA secure. So in other words, we follow those health information rules as everybody else does as well. Your insurance company follows those rules. So nobody's going to have access to that information unless you give them access. For example, you could print a report and share it with your doctor, and that is something that we do recommend doing, but we're not going to give it to your doctor. The only way we would give information is with a signed release. So okay. it's really up to you. So what you are telling me, um, Melissa, is that I can take this health risk assessment in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can be totally private, mm -hmm. confidential. The only way a person would know anything about my health risk assessment mm -hmm. is that I would have to share it with them directly. Correct. Or they'd have to be looking over my shoulder when I'm uh, on the computer. Or... True, true. <laughs> now, can I take the health risk assessment uh, by utilizing my phone? You can do the health risk assessment by using the phone. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Same with all the other, everything else that's online is online on the phone. Mm -hmm. So it is really simple. Um, we find that a lot of people don't have computers, but almost everybody has a smartphone, and yes. so it's accessible that way. Yeah. Well, you know, as I think about things, I also would want you to share with me that once I take the assessment uh, and I see exactly what my score is, mm -hmm. uh, th that process takes about how long? Well, I would say for most people it's about 15 minutes, okay. but if you have a lot of health conditions, it's going to take longer. It might take 20 minutes. There are some people that it might take 30 minutes because they have a lot that's going on, and all those questions that they're answering are bringing them more questions, again, based on those how they're answering things. So it does get longer for some people. For others, it's really short. So on average, 15 to 20 minutes is really all it is, but it's really an investment of time into your health. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to tell you this, but I took my health risk assessment, and I don't know if I'm just slow. Or <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in pretty good health, okay, but it took me about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I thought about that, and I was so pleased, and I want to share with the listening audience that <laughs> I called Melissa up on the phone because I wanted to really give it to her because she told me 15 mm -hmm. minutes. And I'm looking at my watch, and I'm like, this took me 30 minutes. And uh, she shared something with me that was very valuable. She said, yes, Carvel, uh, how about those 30 minutes for the rest of your year? Mm -hmm. Is 30 minutes a lot mm -hmm. compared to just going to share with you where you've been, where you're at right now, and now you can get through this particular year making those adjustments to improve right. my score, right? Right. Okay. So uh, let me ask you about some of the other features once mm -hmm. we get the score. Yes. Okay. Uh, what is offered by the health risk assessment? But by going into that, uh, if you would, I can use the word personal health dashboard. Yeah. It's kind of a trademark it uh, is. A process that we're very happy to have as part of our uh, life legacy assistant. Mm -hmm. uh, what's available for me once I uh, take my uh, uh, assessment, I get my score, and I'm ready to kind of go about improving my life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you complete the health risk assessment, it actually opens up the whole platform for okay. you to access. So what that means is that there's um, additional assessments that are available, but there's also online tools. Um, online behavior change modules are what we call them. 
lifestyle. So how to change your stress and eating habits and exercise. Um, and quit smoking is on there as well. So there's all this information out there on how to make those changes and it's really digital coaching is really what it is. But also we have online videos and we have a lot of resources to read as well. And also with the membership, you have access to other benefits okay. that relate to some discounts. So let me ask you this then. Uh, let's just say that one of my issues is weight. Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, lose some weight. Uh, does it take me to a specific area or do I have to look at everything? Well, what we would recommend, so what will happen is it'll create a plan for you. Oh. And one of the items is called a risk resolution guideline. So it'll give you some recommendations of things that you should be thinking about. Um, what are things that you can do differently just yourself? What can you talk to your doctor about? But also you have tools that are very weight specific, such as this, this behavior change module I was talking about, the fitness, the nutrition, doing both of those um, would be really great resources for somebody that has that issue. So it kind of seems like uh, now I'm empowered. Mm -hmm. Once I uh, have access and take my health risk assessment, I can, how many, can I take it more than once? Yeah, you can take it as many times as you want. We definitely want people to do it at least once a year, but if you make some significant changes, it makes sense to go back in and do it. We also do ask for some lab information. So let's say you did some, some new labs and it looks a lot better. So you wanna enter that information in there, retake it and see how you've changed. So it'll give you your progress information. Well, you know, I know I can read all about what you're telling me mm -hmm, just by mm -hmm. uh, going on my um, profile or going into the uh, Life Legacy Assistant uh, part of our particular membership. But one thing comes to mind, I was at the uh, doctor's office just uh, last month and you know, I'd like to stay away from the doctor's office, <laughs> obviously, as much as possible, especially during mm -hmm. the pandemic. But uh, our particular um, chief medical officer, Dr. David Farage, and I had a discussion about the health risk assessment. And um, for you guys that are uh, tuning in, you can look at Dr. Uh, Farage's bio on myfbic.com. But the most important thing I, I want to share with you is that I was troubled by so many of our more senior uh, individuals with this clipboard you know and the, it seemed to me that they spent more time trying to fill out what was on that clipboard than they spent in the doctor's office mm. and so I noticed that uh, when we take a look at medical records mm -hmm. and a person's history uh, can you share with the audience what type of uh, if you put assistance we can give them with our particular platform in terms of storing their records mm-hmm well you know, one of the things that comes to mind though is that clipboard of all those questions. Mm -hmm. We're doing that as part of the HRA. So printing okay. that off, so printing the results and sharing that with the doctors, one of the medical records I would say for them to download and take with them. But we also have, and we call it a um, record upload. Mm -hmm. So you can upload whatever information you need. Um, our CEOs uploaded his x-rays, for example. So oh, okay. he's, you know, he's added those types of things, but we also have the ability that you can go in there and enter your labs. So if you have a new lab, like I was saying, during the HRA process, you can enter them, but you can also just enter them into what we call a vital medical record area. Okay. So you can add in A1C, glucose, uh, vaccinations can be added in there. 
Uh, you can add in the information about your doctor. I mean, there's there's just a lot of opportunities to add medical records to the system. Great. Well, you know, um, I want to thank you so much, Melissa, um, for coming in and uh, fellowshipping with us. And while you're thinking about yeah. doing this month of women's history, mm-hmm. one woman that may come to mind that you want to share with us, I want to address the audience right now and let them know what they've actually had a chance to, to listen to. So you've heard from the person has worked with the health risk assessment involvement. In other words, it didn't start off as it is today. It continues to evolve and it gets, as my um, uh, son would say, it gets better and better or goodier and goodier, mm-hmm. okay? But what the whole theme is is that take control of your health. I mean, shouldn't you want to be in the driver's seat? We say yes. We say you can get in the driver's seat and you can actually go as fast as you want in terms of taking control of your health and your wellness because our assessment may start off with a mini health risk assessment and then you can go even in depth if you have issues such as heart disease, if you are fearful of cancer, if it's in your family, you can continue to provide more information in your own personal, confidential, precise health risk assessment that will provide you results that could be at the highest level possible and it can continue to be refine as you move along and understand exactly how to access the tools. Also, there's a proliferation of information to provide you proactive steps you can take towards bettering your health. So when we think about Women's History Month, uh, what woman comes to mind? Now, remember this, I was told about history, right? I thought history was like, like way like 100 years ago, but one of our pastors told us that, Carvel, history is what happened yesterday. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just, I had so many, I couldn't even uh, name one. But could you think of one that you'd want to mention doing this Women's History Month? Mm. No, I mean, I I can't think of one single person. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's just so many female role models out there right now that have been in front of the cameras during the whole COVID crisis. Yes. Um, You know, I think all of them are great role models and uh, for any female that's thinking about becoming a doctor or just going into the healthcare field. Yeah, I've noticed so so many, especially at the Center for Disease Control, Mm -hmm. it seems that uh, when you look at the uh, the television, the broadcasting networks, they're just one after the next. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to celebrate you, Melissa Lee. Thank you so much. (laughs) On behalf of our chairman, Dr. Pastor William Reveille, on behalf of uh, our CEO and chair, Gregory P. Garland, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll look for our next opportunity to fellowship.